Hey, BA fam, this episode is sponsored by State Farm. Are you a small business owner looking for insurance that fits your needs and budget? Look no further than State Farm. State Farm agents are not just insurance providers. They're also small business owners who live and work right here in your community. They understand the unique challenges of running and protecting a small business. When it comes to small business insurance, State Farm knows what it takes. Create a plan that fits your needs and your budget. State Farm agents are ready to help you choose personalized policies that truly understand your business. Ensure your small business with a fellow small business owner. Talk to a State Farm agent today and get started on personalized small business insurance that fits your needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. Hey, hey, hey. We're black, we're back, we're brown, ambition, 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 ambition. Hey, Mandra, how you doing, girl? Hello, welcome to the farm. I'm doing good. I'm just a working woman in America. My employer doesn't provide me a nice place to pump, so I got to pump on the air, y'all. So if you hear little mechanisms in the background, just know that it is Mother Nature creating the electric. I love that women be literally so dope that you produce your own food for the babies. That's you know why? And they question it. Like last night, my in-laws came uh, because they've been helping out with the baby. And Mm -hmm. anyway. The conversation of how big he has gotten came up and what are you feeding him? You must be doing more than milk. I'm like, actually, no. And, (laughs) you know, he's four months now. So people start trying to like test to see how I feel about solids. I'm like, do not try to tell me to put just a little bit of oat milk in his his bottle. Mm -mm 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 -mm. (laughs) No, you can't give him water because he has the hiccups. Nope, you sure can't. Yeah. How do babies, how old do babies have to be before they can get water? Well, I mean, the advice is six months and beyond, okay. but even, no, no, no. Even after six months, their primary, their their liquid should be breast milk, I think, yes. or or like um, formula. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And it's so funny because like I had a kid not that long ago and even I'm just like reminding myself, I'll Google it real quick. What is the <laughs> limit again? What can I feed him? Mm. And when? Because um, not me in the dark at like 3 a.m. stuffing an Uncrustable <laughs> down my gullet because I'm starving because breastfeeding makes you hella hungry and thirsty. Heard, yeah. Holding an infant who I don't know yet has <laughs> a peanut allergy or not. Aww. And I'm just like, I'm going to eat this real fast. <laughs> like, I'm trying not to touch you. Oh, that's right. Because um, peanut allergies are not just ingested. It's like literally like in your, like in the air. Okay. There's just so many ways to... Babies are just so fragile. So I tell sturdy. you, my sister, like, um, she sent me this video and she was like, this is how I feel. It was this video of this woman describing being a working mom. She said, first shift is your actual job, which wears you all the way out and you are depleted. But oh, no, no, there's second shift, which are your children or child. And she said, so now you have to, and she's like, second shift is the most important shift. Meanwhile, you're already depleted, navigating, t- taking on this job of like raising it. Did you eat? And then someone said, oh, you forgot about third shift if you're partnered because, you know, they want to hug and dinner and you good. Boo-boo. She was like, I I can't imagine first, second and third shift every single day. I'm not going to lie. Mm. I think one of the reasons why 
I delayed trying to start a family is because I taught preschool for so long and I could not imagine loving on the babies as much as I did and then somehow going home and having anything left over. I couldn't imagine it. Yeah. I mean, you're kind of describing like, I know you said working moms, but my husband, you know, he Mm. has to, he has such a long day because he's a commuter. He commutes to the city. Mm. And I think that in the first years of parenthood, it's, and you know, I put myself in the category too. We're pretty hard on dads making fun Mm. of them. You know, they don't do enough. And, and it's true because like society has not prepared a lot of these men to be an equal partner and it's up to us to beat it into them. Mm. (laughs) Um, so the next generation can be different. Congrats Mm -hmm. to anyone who marries my boys. You're, you're welcome in advance. (laughs) But anyway, but like, but I have to sit and acknowledge like, you know, he gets such a short end of the stick. Mm. I'm an entrepreneur, you know, I work at home, I could take a quick nap if I need to. Enrique, he gets up at 530. Mm. To, or he, and, and usually, Rio, my oldest is sneaking into our bed around between one and 3am. And he doesn't just come in and snuggle up. Of course and like, not. Oh, I just want to be next to mommy and daddy. He roasts my husband, like physically roasts him, like kicks him. And it's only him, not me. He leaves me alone. (laughs) But I just hear them fighting like an old married couple over the sheets, over the pillow, because he wants to have the same pillow. And then he's kicking daddy. And I'm like, and I, Enrique is livid, but it's a three-year-old, but he is being such a little asshole. Can I say that? Yes. And like, and kicking Enrique and he can't sleep and he's not feeling we're both like sharing a cold right now. So I know at some point he went to the couch last night. But when I woke up, when I got up to get him up because he wasn't hearing his alarm, he was back in the bed. So I don't know what happened. They must have made up. But, um, <laughs> but then he's got to commute an hour and a half to Manhattan, do that, work all day. He leaves at 530 because he's been doing like this overtime because, you know, whatever, things are crazy. And then he'll get home 637. And then I'm like, hey, babe, can you do, you know, can you do this? Da, 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 you know, um, and then he handles bedtime for Rio. And maybe we talk to each other. We're like, see ya at like <laughs> oh, nine o'clock back to school time, back to work time for him. It's been really hard, like on our relationship. Yeah. Mm. I'm just looking at him sometimes. And I'm like, you like we married each other. You like you like me, right? <laughs> Oh, you like goodness. think about me. He's like, but we're both just in it. Like you're just, yeah. you know, um, and I think so. I Yeah, I just want to acknowledge that he has got a really, really tough day um, and having help is essential, you know, and having yeah. his parents finally <laughs> contribute by <laughs> providing childcare, you know, has definitely helped. But yeah, we're, we're I just think myself the women here. like single moms. Oh my god! I'm like, what does that even mean? What does it mean? How what are does you it mean? <laughs> well, you and if you like, just not having to do it alone, you know, it takes. Yeah. It really does. Find your village, make your village. Yes. And these day and age, you got to. I had to make my village. I don't have a bunch of family near here, so that has my neighbors. Like I've mentioned my neighbors before, but mm-hmm. Auntie Lynn down the street has come many a morning to come watch the baby for me, so I can take you know, my eldest to daycare just because, mm. you know, I didn't, I didn't get lucky with him being awake. He was zonked out. I didn't want to mm. wake him up, you know? So my neighbors, family, friends, etc. And there's just so much, help. Um, it's like, you're talking about just the physical components, you know, and we've, of course, we talked about the financial components, but there, mm. there's like the emotional component. So I always feel so bad, like when I do something and I leave the kids in a worse state than how my sister found them. And I'm like, 
Okay, bye. So I'll give you an example. Like, I went to like this toy store and like the kids, you know, every kid goes through their dinosaur phase where they love dinosaurs. And so I was at the toy store and they had this big like T-Rex. It was like as tall as me. And it was like, you know, like making all the noises or whatever. So I had my friend with me and I told her, ooh, record me walking up to it and petting it. So I could send it to my sister so she could show the kids like, look at Auntie Edo taming the T-Rex. This is cute. It goes well. So I can tell that Amelia, Mimi, um, she is six, must have my sister's phone. So I sent the video and she vo- she sent me a voice note because oh, these kids don't do everything. She calls me Auntie Udo because my African name is Adochi. Auntie Udo, where are you? What is that? And I was like, it's a dinosaur, but not a real one because she knows extinct and live and everything. I said, um, what kind of dinosaur do you think it is? She wrote back T-Rex. That sounded great. I'm like, yay, Auntie Udo did a cool thing. I'm out here petting T-Rexes. Call my sister just for him. A chit chat. I hear noise in the background. Amelia and her are going back and forth because she doesn't want to eat dinner. You know, like, because just why? Cause, yeah. That's, yes. And so yeah. I say, put me on speaker. Huh, why did I do this? I said, Mimi, you know how you want to go see T-Rex? You know, only kids who eat dinner can go see T-Rex. <sighs> why did I say that, Mandy? The howl that that girl released. I mean, ooh, all I heard was, ooh. <laughs> I mean, because she really didn't want to eat, <laughs> and then she, but and then, but she did want to see T Rex, so mm-hmm. she was so mm-hmm. upset. I was like, I'm so, so now, because she knows it's impossible, she's never going <laughs> to eat, which means she's never going to see the T Rex, which means her world is destroyed. <laughs> I was why like, is she being punished for not eating? <laughs> I thought yes. I was being a good auntie to motivate no. her to eat. No. Carol was like, meanwhile, though, you could tell a seasoned mama versus like a. Because, you know, a newbie, it's like, oh, my God, what have you done? Here go, Carol, yeah. girl. I was like, I'm so sorry. Do you want me to come by? She's like, girl, she'll be all right. Anyway, yeah. so um, <laughs> it's like, but yeah, that's a lot yeah, of noise yeah. in the background. She's like, that's my dramatic child, uh-huh. you know. But I just, I felt so terrible. And I thought to myself, how do y'all manage that day in, day out? Mm-hmm. You know, the temper tantrums, the are they happy? Are they sad? Do they have friends at school? You know, like, are they adjusted? Did they sleep well? Are they, uh, the level of worry that comes with like having this little person that you need to Will take care shot? of. You know, I mean, no, but for real, it's just, Will a mass I think, shooter show up today. Is this I mean, today? you know, it's well, just, just be real. Let's be yeah. 100 because that thought passes my mind every day. Yeah. And I have to do my whole exercise like, oh, it's a thought. It can't hurt me. It's a leaf floating down a stream. Just mm-hmm. go to Dunkin' Donuts and pretend that that thought didn't just like that's what the, you know. So, yeah, yeah it's fucking hard. Um, actually, you know what? I gotta go take a nap now that you've maybe oh, think. <laughs> Look, I did it again. I did it again. Just like before. Oh, sorry, BB. My, I don't want to nip slip on the on the podcast. I'm almost See, done. If y'all were watching the video, you could have caught that. No, I'm just joking. Oh, I, did I? It's no, not cute when they're no, no, all engorged and no, you, you don't want to know what it looks like after you pump. It's not cute. No, but I just uh, think that like sometimes when people talk about kids, they only it's not only but so much of it just surrounds like how much will it cost me, which obviously a lot. Mm, um, mm. But there are other things to consider. You know, like mm-hmm. I think about that, like. You know, as I've been dipping my baby toe into dating, you know, like I'm going to be 44. And so that means the men in my range, the likelihood is I would say 80 to 90% of them are going to have kids of different varying ages. And that's what mm-hmm. I found, which that doesn't bother me because girl, I'm about to be 44. Like you've you already know, you done have... that too with Superman. Exactly. But also too, like a lot of them, their kids are like in their twenties or, you know, like 10, 11, 12 or above. So I've, I've just been kind of asking myself how young 
is too young. Like there's definitely been people who are like, okay, I've got like a two or three year old and I'm like, oh, that seems pretty fresh. And also too, I just know how much energy you need to expend for that. And not that I'm like, well, I want attention because it's not even that serious. It's really more so like, honestly, your focus needs to be there. So I've just been navigating like what, you know, like what, how young. So I'll give you an example of this guy who's kind of like interested. Hopefully he doesn't listen. Hey, um, he's got like, um, he d- used a surrogate to have a baby and checking the pump. Sorry. That's all right. He used the surrogate to have a baby. And, um, so his baby's really young, like, you and know, he's a like single a, dad, mm-hmm. but intentionally okay. so, but also very yeah, yeah. well off has a nanny, you know? So then it's like, oh, then it's different. Is it? So, you know what I mean? So these are kind of the things that have just kind of come up where it's not just the financial component. There's also this emotional component. Cause if you have a child that's really, really young, I just been thinking like, well, I, I don't want to take, take away, you know, the, the preschool teacher in me is like, ah, I want you to focus on the baby and not yeah. have to worry about. Like me and like what I, you know, would like to do. I'm like, if the baby's going to need you. The baby has a cold. The baby has pink eye. Do that. You know, mm-hmm. so that's that's just has come and up a lot. you would be like, foolish to not know that. Not foolish, but naive to not mm-hmm. think of that. And I know people give this show a lot of shit, as they should, because some of it is so just bad. But I still watch. It's um, the <laughs> Sex and the City sequel on HBO. I know. Did you ever watch the original? You're like not very into TV. I, I did. I did watch the original. Not not all the episodes, but yeah, because I didn't have <laughs> HBO. Who had money? But <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> so I use my sister's Max account, you know, because we all share. And yeah, so her and Aiden, the main character, uh, mm. uh, Carrie and her just for if you don't watch the show because it was hella hella white for you know and it has tried to change in some hilarious ways hilariously bad <laughs> anyway she gets back with her former flame who and they're both in their 60s or 50s now and he has like teenage children and mm. uh spoiler alert spoiler alert if you have not watched the season finale just mute the next 30 seconds he ends up they end up breaking up Okay. Turn, like and basically like he's like give me five years i need to be with my teenagers because okay. his teenager like went and crashed a car and you know really needed him now and there was a really bad scene when aiden was crying in the car it just was not really well acted but anyway and so <laughs> they end up breaking up and he's like just give me five years i'll see you in five years it was so weird but just to your point like that was, you know, that's a real thing when you're, there's real life. Yeah. Or if they're caretaking for, you know, a parent, you know, even, um, it's tough. It's funny but- you say that. I'm like t- turning my nose up. I'm like, actually, someone actually did say that to me. They live out of state and they're like, you know, I won't be really free to move back to Jersey for five years. So not yeah. like, hey, wait for me for five years. Like we, we can date. But it's going to look like long distance, basically. Mm-hmm. Well, it, relatively speaking, they're not that far away. It's a few hours. Um, yeah. But still, you know, that's a consideration. I'm like, but I'm like, child, who was living with me anyway? <laughs> so I'm like, sounds like you. Like- <laughs> <laughs> You're like, great. <laughs> but these are things to come up with. I'm like, oh, yeah, just a, a dating as a, like an adult, adult, adult. Not that I wasn't dating as an adult before, but it's just so different now because I found that. Like a lot of guys are actually finally, I guess in their forties, they're like, I wanna, I wanna settle down. I'm like, oh, where are you at 25, 28, 20? Where are you at 32? <laughs> the very own serious. Not everybody want to get serious. And now that I'm like, I'm actually like just kind of like light. They're, they're like, I don't want to hear about crazy. that. Yeah, it's crazy. I'm they like, walk so that others could run. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody Suffer. wants to date light. Everybody wants to like 
partner up and then get married. You're like, yeah. Yeah. Or they were just biding their time until, you know, older single women came on the market <laughs> for whatever reason and didn't yeah, well, want commitment or weren't looking for like something serious. But I feel like as soon as you want commitment, they don't want commitment. But when you're like, I'm actually good. Yeah. They're like, but wait, I would like to, I would like some, some, some commitment, please. More commitment, please. Oh, goodness. Well, I love that we're in such different, you know, unique places in our, like, in our lives. I could not be more... Um, what's the word that Belle uses in the intro of Beauty and the Beast? Provincial. Mm. It's provincial. <laughs> I'm like, I am. The, I am so many women's like nightmare. Just like kids and pumping on the podcast and all this kind of stuff. I'm here to tell you, it's great. I have so much fun. I love my life. But at the same time, as I, I just love that you're in a different place in your life. And since you brought up dating. <laughs> And, Let's get and I feel like I deserve a treat because I just pump five <laughs> ounces, baby. This is two bottle bitches. You know what that means? So give me a treat. How's your dating life? What's happening? What's the latest? <laughs> Meanwhile, Mandy's act like I don't be telling her behind the scenes. She was like, how I haven't had an update in a while. Oh. We always have to like end the phone call because I'm like, save it for the podcast. <laughs> well, I... I mean, I started dating a little not too long ago. You know, like at first I started off on the apps and I was like, yeah, I told, you know, I told y'all I, I did a black people meet, which I was like, all your uncles is on there, all of them and your daddies <laughs> talking about, hey girl, hey girl, hey, hey girl. Like, it's really bad. Mm-hmm. Like, well, I'll say this, black people meet, you know, like it's, you, if you want volume, go ahead on over there. <laughs> Oh my god! I mean, the volume is unmatched. I mean, there are literally hundreds of messages. I've never seen anything like it. And then you know, I'm cute, but girl, <laughs> it's if you want volume and you need your self esteem to be boosted up, child. Just yeah. the like the, but it's there. The men there, it's it's most of them. It's just weird because one, they don't know how to take pictures. I'm like, sir, why do you have a picture on with a mask on? A mask, sir. Who are you protecting yourself against? <laughs> Oh I'm like, God. so many COVID pictures. I'm like, let's see your face. Jesus. I have the grossest sick cough right now, but I want to <laughs> laugh so hard. <laughs> and oh, so, um, but I mean, there's been a handful of people. Like, there was one guy, I'll tell you, for example, he seemed normal. He actually was good looking. He was in his 50s, which is typically a little older than, but I was like, and I feel like my range, because I'm going to be 44. My range is like 38 at the youngest, because 38 is like really young to me. Mm-hmm. But depends up until maybe like 55, 56. I don't mind. I, I prefer older than younger for me okay. in the stage I am now. Whereas before I felt like I preferred like younger or closer to my so age. Not quite still. They got her group back. No. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just honestly, cause I feel like I'm not, I'm, and 38 is really pushing it. You'd have to be somebody special. I prefer quite honestly, like the youngest really ideally 40 and me being 43 now, you know, mm-hmm. but like I could go to 50, 55, 56. I, I much rather push upwards. So anyway, mm-hmm. so there's one guy. Let's call him Bob. So Bob seemed great. He used to play f- pro football. I was like, oh, okay. And you could tell he's great physique. Although he's in his 50s, still really great shape. Dad of an older child. He's a teacher. Um, dad, like one child is off to college. One child is like middle schoolish ages. You know, seemed like a great dad, blah, blah, blah. We had one conversation that was like mind blowing. Such a great, awesome, like really just like, you know, like super smart. I mean, like all the things you could talk about. I was like, wow. I remember literally at one point I looked at the phone. I said, wow. 
<sighs> spoke too soon. So I go away on my trip. Bob is texting like, oh, hope you're safe. Da, 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 you know, like, and then his texts get progressively, for lack of a better word, fresher. Oh, no. <sighs> it started off with me being like, oh, you know, like, what are you guys doing today? Like, oh, we're going to go make chocolate at the, you know, we're taking a, like a chocolate making class. Hope you save some chocolate for me. And I'm like, hmm. I see where he's headed, but I was like, okay, I let that slide. Mm-hmm. And then it just got progressively fresher and fresher and fresher where he just basically like out, outright asked for some. And I was like, wow, sir. Some I've picks? literally never met you. Huh? Some like pics or like. No, girl. Oh, you're so but innocent. He knows you're in a different country. I'm sorry. No, I'm talking about like, I'm like, literally, I, I want some. That was the mm-hmm. text. Not pics, yeah. girl. Sex. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, wow. I just was like, and I literally said somewhat. And he said, oops, maybe too too soon. And I just stopped responding. I just Ew. thought. Ew. I know. I just was like. Where did yeah. you met him on the website that shall not be named? Or where'd y'all meet? Yeah. No, no. That was black people meet. And so like, <laughs> I was like, oh, one normal one. I'm sure a lot yeah. of horny old men. I mean, that's really what it was giving. And I was just like, mm-hmm. why? But what really shocked me is that the phone conversation, it was clearly that he was smart, passionate about like he's a coach. Mm-hmm. you know, a teacher. I was like, oh my gosh. Like, you know, like this is, so the conversation was so great. There was nothing. There was no, I'm, and here's the thing. I don't mind being flirtatious, but I'm like, sir, I've never met you. I've never laid eyes on you. We're, we're not, I'm not. Mm-hmm. So I initially just ignored him. Um, and my friend Linda was like, oh, you should at least set the boundary just so he knows moving forward. And I just messaged him. I was like, hey, you know, although I enjoy flirting, I'm just not into overtly sexual conversation with somebody who I do not know. You know? Oh, okay. And he was I'm like, I, say like, oh no, go ahead and go ahead. No, he was like, okay, bye, have a good life, basically. <laughs> He's embarrassed. <laughs> I know, but girl, I was like, moving on. Because um, you're way too mature for him. He thought you were just going to let him have an easy out. <laughs> girl, I, I, as his big growing age at 55, and I was just like, mm. well, I mean, there's been like, you know, I mean, not that a ton of people slide in my DMs, but certainly there are people who I knew before who I did not know held interest. You know, and so I'm just like, you're a catch. Um, baby. You're, a catch. <laughs> you're talking about your rich auntie life. <laughs> but that's also too, that's something like, like my sisters worry about. They're like, I don't, I want, of course, all your friends want you with somebody rich. And I'm just like, that's not a prerequisite for me. You know, like, not. no, my, my rule has always been from when I was preschool teacher, Tiffany, to now is that you should be able to financially take care of yourself and your responsibilities. Mm-hmm. However, that looked. If you could do that on 50,000, okay. If you need 100,000, okay, that's your business. Like, you should be able to say, hey, this is my life and I could take care of my responsibilities. And you live within the means of what your responsibilities can provide. That's my only rule. I don't have like a number of what somebody can make, you know, um, because I don't need anyone to take care of mine. And if ever I decide to partner again, if you got yours and I got mine, then together life is easier. Yeah. You know, that's like my, my rule you of thumb for me. You project. Yeah, I mean. trying to fix anyone, are you? No, I just think like uh, someone can come complete. I want somebody who's really good at communicating. There's somebody I like more than everybody else. He's really good at communicating. We practice something called radical transparency, mm-hmm. which is if it comes up, it comes out. There's nothing that we can't talk about, which I really like. Um, but I'm not ready for partnership now, you know, and it seems like that's the direction he's kind of like leaning into. He listens to the podcast. So I'm just like, Hey, <laughs> when I tell my husband that he stinks, he needs to put on deodorant. He doesn't view that as radical <laughs> candor, but I do. I'm like, he's like, you're mean. I'm, like, I'm radically candid. But when you hand me the baby and the baby smells like pits, oh, like, 
I'm gonna need. Sorry, that's a that's a married ladies. <laughs> no, but I used to love that because honestly, like Gerard was like that. He'd be like, "Is that you?" I'm like, "No." <laughs> but you know, that's married life. That's the level of. Yeah. You know, and that you want that, like you should be able to, but like, I like this radical transparency because I can share, I'm not ready for this, or I'm afraid, or I'm mm-hmm. scared, or I still very much love Jarrell and I'm never going to love you the way oh, I can yeah. say those things, you know, where I'm yeah. just like, I feel like I'm not ready for partnership because quite honestly, I don't know what to do with this love I have for, I have for Jarrell, mm-hmm. you know, like, I don't know where to safely put it so I can be open to like something else so I'm not open as a result fully, you know, like certainly companionship and things are nice, but I'm just like, I don't want to, I don't want to release this. Like, and I know there's a healthy way. I actually have therapy tomorrow. I know there's, it has to be a healthy way. Like, it's almost like when I bought the condo, I did not step foot in that condo for two months because the thought of leaving this home that I built with Jarrell was too much. Mm. And so it wasn't until I had to like, in my mind, place this house in a safe space. Like, this is always going to be your house. This is the family house. This house is not going anywhere. This condo is not your home home. This is another home, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. You know, because one day I want to live in a penthouse. One day I want to buy like some land. So this is one, this is, I rationalize in my head, the condo is not a replacement for home. It is part of a series of different types of living environments that you're you're going to live in. And so as a result, once I kind of was able to absorb that, like, this is not replacing house, then I was able to go there, you know, after almost three months of buying it and say, okay, I could see myself being here because one day I'll be someplace else. But I have not figured out how to do that with my love with Jarrell. You know, I haven't figured that out. Like, what do I, you know, and that's what therapy is for, because right now he still occupies all of the space for like romantic love, you know, mm-hmm. or most of it. And so to allow somebody else in, in that way, at least in a way that's like really hardcore, like a partner or whatever, or potentially even a husband one day, it's like, well, what do I do? Am I pushing out this love? I have? And I know that's not true, but your heart doesn't tell you that. So I haven't figured that out yet. So as a result, I don't want a partner. Certainly I'd like to date some companionship and, but I don't want a partner until I can safely keep this love and create the most beautiful box for it and to safely keep mm-hmm. it. So until I feel that, that I'm not ready, you know, for that. Although it's so crazy because like all these, <laughs> the men who are not, you know, trying to have sex on the first date are wanting partnership, you know? And I'm just like, eh. I mean, they all know I'm always candid about with them about like my husband passed away two years ago. Um, but yeah, they're all wanting partnership, but I'm just like, Maybe one day, but as it is right now, I'm just not ready to move into the condo yet, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think it's also important to have that radical transparency with yourself so that you know how you feel going into it. It's going to make your whole dating, I feel like, journey or whatever that looks like for you a lot less painful. Yeah. Because you're not like setting yourself up to attract these guys who are like looking to get wifed up. Yeah, Why well, am I attracting them? And you deserve to just have some fun. What's the fun? Have you been on a fun date? Ooh, let me see. Let me see. Give the ladies um, some hope. Well, um, just this weekend. I mean, to me, I love like experiential. I mean, like I'm not really. I mean, certainly dinners and things like that. That's cool. But yeah. like, I'll, well, I'll, well, this weekend, um, the date we went to the shore, which is really nice. Like, there's oh, only so 45 that's minutes. Why out. You canceled on our anniversary dinner. <laughs> I knew a man without those dinner. <laughs> I knew. I said, I bet she has, because she hasn't seen sneak, not a sneaky link. She hasn't seen him in a minute. I'm going to get shafted. And that's well, 
went to I the wish shore. you had given me the chance to like give that, you know, I would have said yes. <laughs> well, I went to the shore, which is about a 45 minute drive from where I live. Mm-hmm. And um, there's a restaurant there that's like one of my favorites. It's like so delicious and great. And then like we brought a blanket because it, it was too chilly for the water, but warm enough to like lay on the beach. So just sat on the beach, listening to music, talking, which is so great for like an hour or so. And then we walked around and then down the shore, there's one of my favorite ice cream places called Day. If you're ever in like the Asbury Park, Neptune, whatever area, Ocean Grove, there's this ice cream place, this um, family owned and operated ice cream place called Days, like days of the week. The best ice cream I have ever had in my life. So we walked around, got that ice cream. He'd never had it before. We were just like... But the shore is, because um, where I live, you know, I live in a city, which is like high strung and hyper. And the shore, as soon as we hit it, it was so calm. The mm-hmm. energy, it was like it went from hyperactive to like literally zero. So it was just like such a, that was such a nice immersive date, you know, like going to the shore, sitting on the beach, eating at a really, the restaurant was, you know, not some super fancy restaurant, but just this cute beachy kind of restaurant, having ice cream, literally just walking the neighborhood. We went to like, um an antique shop and like, like look around. So I'm looking for stuff for the condo. So that was really nice. I'll tell you yeah. my very first date that I had after Jarrell passed away was with this guy and he was really nice. Um, but I was so nervous and it wasn't just nervous. I also was really anxious about being out. Uh, but we went bowling, which was cool. Oh um, yeah. Yeah. I remember this one. Right. And then afterwards, like, I'm not going to have, not going to date anyone in, in Newark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, I wanted to come, which is crazy because we were on the train. And so this guy who I was dating, who I went on a date with, you know, he didn't know. Mm -hmm. I told him my name is Tiffany. I'm a teacher. You know, he didn't know anything else. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I, but we were on the train and I saw a woman and I know the look of, but Janice is you. And I looked at her. So she looked at me like, you know, with the initial excitement, like I'm about to say something. And then she looked at him standing next to me, but she gave me the look like, oh, wait, okay. Okay, oh, girl. Oh, yeah, I love that. To her for reading the room. Yes, she did. When <laughs> I tell you the the dates that I have been on, that has happened multiple times, and I love black women are top tier. Okay, because once I was out walking with like this guy that I'm like currently like just guess going out with more regularly now, and this girl was like, "Oh my God, my Janice, I like." Oh, girl, my bad. You doing something? Bye. <laughs> When I tell you, I she was like, ooh, let me buy my business. <laughs> she literally said, ooh, you doing so I'll never forget that. Because oh the way God, she looked beside me something. was like, ooh. Let me, uh. <laughs> so, but yeah. So, I mean, uh, it's been interesting. I mean, so far, like, you know, the people I've met have been pretty nice. But, and like I said, I, yeah. child, I don't know. I'm just trying to figure out my life. I don't know. You know, but we're here for such mm. a short period of time. I remind myself this all the time. That like, especially whenever I go to visit Jarrell's gravesite, he is in a historic cemetery and there are literally tombstones. I say 17, whatever, like 18, you know. And so I think to myself all the time that these like people have stood here hundreds of years before me experiencing the same emotions I'm experiencing. And that mm-hmm. although life seems long. It's really just like a flash in the bucket and the entirety, like nothing taught me that more than going to Egypt. Thousands of years ago, someone touched the same pyramid that I'm touching and that as big as my life feels like to me, it is a flash in the bucket. It goes by so quickly so I can live my life aligned with what everybody wants me to do or date this rich person, or I can just try 
and say like, girl, I don't know. It's just a daggone day. I'm not going to be on my deathbed thinking, why did I go out with Jimbo? <laughs> like nobody cares. I just love you and your advice and your mixed cliches. There's <laughs> yeah. a flash in the bucket. <laughs> oh, what is it? Flash in the pan, yo. I have become a drop my, in a bucket. In a flash in the pan. <laughs> yo, when I tell you I have become my dad, he is I the know. king of, oh my God. I know. Yo. And I almost was like, do I, do I give her a shit <laughs> no, for that? No, I'm glad you did. I will always. Oh my God. Rodney and Lee why are you coming out of my mouth? Like, yo, he loved to be like, oh my gosh. <laughs> a flash in the bucket. <laughs> That doesn't even make sense to me. <laughs> um, but I'm honestly just navigating. That's it. I'm just trying to put one foot in front of the other. And like, yes. And be well, honest. That's my big thing. As long as I'm yeah. honest, adults can choose what they want to do. You know? And so. The older I get, the more I'm just like, Buddhism is just like, I'm going to study it more. Because a lot of these principles, like the cycle, the bigger than anything, like all these teachings, it's all part of it. But I agree. And it helps. It's just that perspective. I think we all need that reminder yeah. on a daily the big things are not that big. Yeah. You know? Yeah. There's and a great book. It, don't swap, don't sweat the small stuff. It's amen. a really great book. Mm-hmm. Amen. <laughs> What's your dad's name? Arondi. Well, Arondi Jr. <laughs> yes, let's take a break. <laughs> uh, we'll be right back with our booster breaks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, BA fam. This episode is sponsored by State Farm. Are you a small business owner looking for insurance that fits your needs and budget? Look no further than State Farm. State Farm agents are not just insurance providers. They're also small business owners who live and work right here in your community. They understand the unique challenges of running and protecting a small business. When it comes to small business insurance, State Farm knows what it takes. Create a plan that fits your needs and your budget. State Farm agents are ready to help you choose personalized policies that truly understand your business. Ensure your small business with a fellow small business owner. Talk to a State Farm agent today and get started on personalized small business insurance that fits your needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. Hey, BA fam, our fellow entrepreneurs and creatives, this message is sponsored by Squarespace. It is the ultimate toolkit for crafting your online presence. With Squarespace, it's really about more than just building a website. It's about shaping your online identity and making your mark. So say goodbye to checkout headaches with Squarespace's flexible payment options. From credit cards to Apple Pay, they've got you covered. And if you live in an eligible country, they offer buy now, pay later options with Afterpay and clear pay, which means that your customers have even more ways to purchase your products. So head over to squarespace.com and kickstart your journey with a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, don't forget to use our link squarespace.com slash brown ambition to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Just visit squarespace.com slash brown ambition to get your discount today. Remember your online success story begins with Squarespace. So what are you waiting for? Let's build something extraordinary together. Hey, 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 BA fam. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors. That's incredible. This is according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 150 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Okay, it's smart. 
Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash Brown Just go to Indeed.com slash Brown right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash Brown Terms and conditions apply. You need to hire. You need Indeed. And now a word from our sponsors at Betterment. All right, BA fam, you know we work hard and we play hard, but when it comes to investing and having your money in the market, you want your money to be working for you. That's exactly what the Betterment Automated Investment and Savings app can help it do. Keeps your money out there working hard and kicking you know what. I love Betterment because it makes it easy for even a beginning investor to figure out how to put their money in the market and set it and forget it and be at peace with that because you know Betterment has got you covered with their automated investment and savings app. Their technology is going to give you advanced tools that are built to help you maximize those returns. All you got to do is visit Betterment.com to get started. Learn more about high yield cash accounts at Betterment.com. Investing involves risk. Performance not guaranteed. Cash reserve offered through Betterment LLC and Betterment Securities. Betterment is not a bank. And we're black and back and brown. It's time. Wait, 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 wait. Booster break. Okay. <laughs> it's time to booster break or booster break or booster break or boost. Are you gonna boost? Are you gonna break? What you gonna do? What you gonna take? You want to go first, second? What you want to do, Mantra? Oh, I just switched my... I just chose to break something because it just clicked to me what I was thinking about earlier. Um, and I'm going to need a minute. I can go you first. You need a minute? Okay, I'll go first. You said you, you, you want to go first? Yeah, I can go first. Okay, it's up to you. Okay. Okay. I want to take a break from Ozempic. <laughs> Have you heard about O, 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 Ozempic? It went from being the commercial that always came on when I was watching C- CBS. I call it the Gale Show. Um, <laughs> in the morning to like this epic drug. You guys have heard of Ozempic. You probably know about it. But mm-hmm. little did I know, a couple of years ago, my doctor tried to prescribe or did prescribe me Ozempic. Really? Um, yeah, because I was struggling, I think like a lot of new moms to like lose the weight. And some of my um, some of my levels were not great, like my labs or whatever, like they weren't mm-hmm. bad, but they were just starting to like, you know, change for the first time. And I was like, okay, really got, you know, I want to lose some more weight. And anyway, so yeah, and I had gone to an endocrinologist to get my hormones checked and the endocrinologist is who um, like prescribed me Ozempic and it was the shot that I put in my stomach and I tried it. I think I had like a six week supply and okay. she was very excited because my insurance covered it because it was newer and not a lot mm. of insurance did, I guess at the time. Anyway, so this was a couple a couple years ago, maybe three years ago, two or three. Okay. Tried it. I really hated it. Like made my, st- it, made, it made me nauseous mm. and I hated the act of like shooting Pu- myself in the stomach every yeah. day. And then now cut to a couple few years later and people are losing their minds over this weight loss drug. Mm. And if you haven't yet, there's a really great episode of the New York Times podcast, The Daily, about Ozempic. And it really just like lays the foundation for how did we get here where it's become this viral, you know, drug mm. and every and 
I should have known we reached a tipping point because when my mom visited a, like a few, I don't know, like early last year or whatever, she was like, is that Ozempic in your fridge? Because that's where I stored it. You're supposed to store it in the fridge. Mm. She's like, can I have some? And I'm like, mom, should we be sharing needles like this? Like, this is, you know, <laughs> uh, it was just weird. And I can see the hunger in people's eyes like, oh, this is a miracle pill. This is a miracle drug, whatever. It's not a pill. It's a shot. Um, but I was listening. And the more I was listening to this episode, I was like, I'm really glad that I did not choose that path for myself. Because what's really frustrating to me is I feel like I have just arrived at this space in my life where I feel healthy in the body that I have now, which is larger and looks different than I did, you know, five, six, ten years ago. Mm -hmm. But I feel and am healthy and I am happy and I'm just I'm part of this new I feel like for millennial older old elder millennials this new wave where it's about really loving ourselves the way that we are and looking for health looking for um, you know healthfulness and that's not attached to a number on the scale and just having mm. a good mentality around that as long as you feel good and you're healthy and, and things are fine. Just at the time when I feel like this freaking drug has like landed like a nuclear bomb into all of this. And all of a sudden, I feel like a lot of people are, you know, shifting and like, oh, but this, this is going to be the thing. Mm. It's like another, it's another miracle diet. It's another yeah. beach body. It's another like Atkins. It's another mm. fucking keto, sorry, keto, but for mm -hmm. real, F keto, you know, these diet things. It's this other thing that people are going to try. Are you really going to put a shot in your stomach for the rest of your life? Like, because if I you know. stop doing that, it stops working. Yes, you know? I've heard. If you stop shooting yourself in the stomach with this, you know, medicine, it will stop working. And so yeah. the same reasons why you struggled before are still going to be there. So I mm -hmm. feel like it's just not like a long term solution. And I, I just, and I had to know myself because I started to even wonder, I bet I can get back in touch with that endocrinologist and see if she can hook me up with more, hook me up like as a, <laughs> Like it's fentanyl, no, but like you know, get some more and try it again. Um, after my after I just had my um my new baby because I genuinely do have some weight loss goals with this one. Okay, but I'm like I don't want to I don't want to go down that path for my own self because I I I've been on every like up and down of weight like many mm. women in this country are, and I just know the answers are probably for me not gonna lie in you know another. Uh, yeah, another drug or another diet, yeah. another plan like that. And yeah, it just makes me sad because I feel like I'm, there is so much, especially at that Beyonce concert. I just felt mm -hmm. so like seen and mm -hmm. her dancers. I still think about that one dancer with the crop short blonde hair. Yes. And like with all that body. And I was like, yes. her body looks like my body. And it's, and you know, it just, and we're getting to this place and it feels like this drug and all the conversations mm -hmm. around it are just bringing us back um to and like you know not having like feeling like feeling like we need to do something to change ourselves um so that's my that's my break this week no it's i didn't know that it was an injectable mm -hmm. and i had heard that you have to keep taking it like i wonder yeah. like what how has like the market share of that, you know, like what's the financial ramifications of like this, this drug? I'm sure like that. Do you know who makes it? Like Procter and Gamble? It's Norvo, Noro, what's it called? Novo Disc or Noro? It's one of those. Mm. It's a big pharmaceutical. It's like called Novo. 
I wonder how, like, if they if they are privately owned, which I'm sure they're Nordisk. not. this like, and what they're to have their stock prices rose as a result. This is the type of thing, quite honestly. This whole thing around like Ozempic and things like that. Like, if you are in the market, these are the types of things that you listen for, and you know, you're like, huh, this is something. This is how people kind of choose like where they might invest and where they might place place their money. You know, depending on like you know, because not everybody wants to invest in something like this. But I'm just putting that out there as like a, a financial spin, but. Yeah, and then to to for you to have to use it forever and ever and uh, mm-hmm. that's that's a lot. Like, I mean, as someone who was like, uh, you know, I you know I had been pretty much skinny my whole life until I was in, and I put on like a you know a decent amount, like thirty pounds or Which so. One person skinny is another person's like, or one person's I'm not skinny anymore is another person's like goal. You know what I mean? Because yes. there's yes. no version of you that I've ever known where you haven't looked. <laughs> fucking amazing and i've been like dang i wish i could be that size you know what i mean like it's just crazy what we do to ourselves <laughs> but, but i was all up in this, 30 like, pounds war with ourselves and i just you know i just felt uncomfortable you know like with the way like it was feeling and sitting and mm-hmm. yeah and so like now that i'm down to like i guess what i would call like my regular normal weight like so just for transparency because i'm not hung up on numbers so i'm five seven and at my peak, I was a little over 200 pounds. I, like, I am triggered by numbers. Can okay, so I will please not share okay. your numbers? I'm sorry. Okay, I won't. Okay, I'm it sorry. Been, no, okay. that's okay. I'm really, I have got a lot of like, okay. I, I've been like traumatized by this whole my whole life. Okay. But yeah, numbers dr- triggered. Okay, we know. Okay, good to know. So okay. anyway, I just lost a good amount of weight. And I feel like for the most part good about where I am now. I'm just like, you know, y'all know I've been walking. I just lately I've been considering going back to weight training a little bit because I find that I yo-yo because walking is not, you know, you have to like muscles underneath have to basically keep you where you are, you know? And so like, but the walking has been great. You know, I've been doing that for like the last two years and it has mostly honestly been about mental health, the walking. And I was almost kind of like the, the health component. I was like, oh, because I never thought, it was not my intention to lose weight with walking because who thinks you could lose weight? Well, I did not know that, you know, it was really just like, I need to walk because I cannot sit in this house. Like I started walking after Gerald passed away just because I had to, I was looking for peace and I was like, it's nature, it's sunshine, it's outside. I get to talk to a friend or maybe listen to a podcast. And inadvertently I started to like lose some weight and I just said, okay. And even now when I walk, it's really not for that. I'm just like, I still walk my one to two hours when it's not raining like today because it brings so much peace to me. And it's nice to know that because I had a personal trainer for a brief moment. He was like, Tiffany, it's so good for your heart. Mm-hmm. You know, like, are you going to become ripped from walking? No. But he was like, your overall health, like it tremendously increases your overall health. Like now I'm into like, I'm such an old lady. I just went to this place in Montclair called Fleet Feet. This is like where like if you're like a runner or a marathoner or whatever, people go to get fit for like for sneakers like um and so not that they're not specialty sneakers but that they are really knowledgeable about depending on what type of sport you do which sneaker you should get so i like to go and so i got my if you were to see my walking sneakers you're like you are now i gotta see (laughs) the thickest so i don't care because i have plantar fasciitis which is just flat feet plantar fasciitis Um, thanks for admitting for not admitting that but sharing that because i feel like all these some a lot of these like health concerns don't just affect overweight or you know technically like heavy people. Yeah, regular people have these types of things. But yeah, yeah no, I've been had flat feet. Girl, I'm African, please. I was flat. <laughs> first of all, I had flat feet. My app, my my arch. Co- well, because we never, I never wore shoes. Like I just like my dad has the flattest. Literally, when I went to the foot doctor, he was like, "Oh my god, you got pancakes." I was like, I feel like. <laughs> 
You're not supposed to say that. I have no arch. But as a result of that, that's why I have have a hard time with heels because, you know, of that arch. And then, Mm. um, but like it was to the point where I could not walk around the house without limping. My foot hurt so much. And so I went to the foot Mm. doctor. He said, do you have plantar fasciitis, aka flat feet? He gave me these insoles for my shoes, which were so uncomfortable. I refused. I started wearing Crocs around. I got like house Crocs because Crocs (laughs) have like, you know, like they have an arch built in plus their foam. Feels so yeah. great. I started wearing Birkenstocks. I'm so glad they were in style because Birkenstocks yeah. are actually orthopedic shoes. Like the guy who made them was an orthopedic like doctor. And so I love my Birkenstocks. Um, and then I realized that if I'm going to do all this walking, now I go and get like, it, like they just, I, I have a pair of New Balance and a pair of Asics, but they're specifically for like the foam and the cushion and the walking. So I'm just yeah. like, I'm such an old lady now because. You know, like if you, then, you're smart about your feet. <laughs> they're not fashion. I'll just say that. Like, this is yeah. just for, if you catch me in the street and you're like, what are those? They're mind your business. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, I've just gotten to a place where I, this, uh, to give you a sense of my, my journey, for me to take a walk just for the pure love of it, which is what I've arrived at now, mm-hmm. has taken so long. Mm. For me to take a walk and not think, I have to take this walk because I had a sandwich for lunch mm. or I should take this walk because I am going to eat later or I need to start losing weight. Like to make it mm. like to have just move your body for the joy of it, you yeah. know, and for the way it makes you feel. That's where I'm finally at. And I'm just okay. like, oh, I, I love that here. Yes. I love that. Um, and it's not easy for a lot of people like the mental that that's the thing with the way that Ozempic works. I really encourage you to listen to that episode because it'll teach you a lot about how it works. It actually blocks in your brain. Um, the uh, it makes you satiated for longer, but it also breaks. It, it also like stops your brain from thinking about food in mm-hmm. some way, like of uh, thinking about eating and what you're going to make and like in advance. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, also it blocks a hormone that makes you like have an have more of an appetite okay you know so it it like it it dulls all that down similar Mm. to like how anti-anxiety medication dulls the doubts and the you know what i mean okay um so it's fascinating how it works and i know it helps lots of people because you know and and if you're on the brink of some really bad medical condition and you can be and you need something where you can lose you know weight to get better all for it a thousand Mm. percent but yeah i think my break is just about the impact to other people I know who are on similar journeys to me in terms of like your self-love and your body and all that to think that it could potentially like set some of us back. Mm. It's just kind of sad for me. I know it is. And honestly, Wendy, I always thought you were so beautiful. I know I am. I don't oh, disagree. <laughs> I, was like, I trim my own bangs and I don't I was love like, them. Her curls are always popping. Girl, you always serve her face no matter what. Girl, always. I feel so beautiful now. Yeah. I walk out the house. You know, I get hit on more sometimes when I leave the house than I used Girl, to. Girl, we were at we were at Beyonce. Girl, the looks that Mandy was getting. I was like, oh, and another one. Oh, and another. It was like, ow, hey, girl, hey, the thighs hey, are thawing. Yes. The thighs are thawing. Yes. But anyway, thank you, thank you. But yeah, it's it's really just about how you feel about yourself, right? Yes, yes, um, that's true. Because you could be the most beautiful really woman in the world. And if you don't feel that about yourself, then And what I have that? been 50 pounds lighter looking at and feeling like oh i wish i could lose 20 and now i'm looking back like what was i thinking I know. i'm done with that bullshit i want to yeah. be in this moment right yes. now i love the way i look right how, now yes like that is the journey that yes. is it I love that was it. a long ass break no Thank somebody, somebody needed to hear it 
So mine is actually, mine is a light, light and bright. So, so every once in a while, I like to highlight, especially women-owned, especially black women-owned businesses. And so I want to highlight the lady who does my brows. Don't look at them now because they have not been done in a while, if you're watching the video. Um, but, yo, Farrah, hmm, her business is called, let me, let me pull it up, it's called Secrets, with an S, to plush. Secrets to plush, she's on IG. But mm-hmm. the way this woman, she, what does she do to them? She, I mean, well, one, she can certainly tint, she can use henna, she can do um, ombre. So these are like more permanent kind of like, but I can't get that because I'm allergic. So they, she did a little test behind my ear. Um, Mm. And so the behind my ear was like, girl, you tried it. Um, So you also, you know, because I'm allergic to black dye, which I told y'all about the story, how my face blew up when I dyed my hair. So I told her, let's test. She's like still allergic. (laughs) Wait, but but she's dyed. You've had your eyebrows dyed. You're not talking about like threading or waxing. Yeah, no, no, she does. So so I only go for waxing because I can't get anything else because I'm allergic. But she does such a, I, I have been going to the same lady since I was 14 years old. Shout out to Lisa in Irvington, a little Asian lady who's like, hello, no baby. I'm like, Lisa, focus on my herbals. Oh my God. <laughs> I know. She was like an auntie. She's like, no husband. And then when I got mad, okay, baby soon. I'm like, Lisa, I just literally come here for my eyebrows. I don't come for the commentary, but from Lisa's high school. Lisa's keeping therapists in business. That's girl. That's she's doing that commentary. <laughs> right? And so Lisa, so yeah, so literally she was the first person when I was 14 and then up until just a year ago, but it was all the way in Plainfield. At this place called Nails 3000, the typical place you get your eyebrows and then nail salon. But it just was too far to go. And then my sister Carol was like, hey, I, I got this Groupon for this place in Belleville, New Jersey, um, and which is like not far from where I live at all, like literally like a five minute drive. And I went and Farrah, one, she is like the sweetest woman, black woman. And one, I love when someone, you know, when someone really knows their like, like she was like, oh, what if your brow, you know, one of your, you have a, like, I guess this, my left side goes a little high. She's like, so in order for me to even out, I have to do this. And then like, I said, my eyebrows are really thin. She's like, no, they're not. Tiffany, you actually have thick eyebrows. You just have fine hair. And I was like, I never, cause you know, you go to the nail salon, Lisa's just like strip, strip, bye, get out of here uh-huh. and have a baby. You know, yeah. like Farrah was like literally drawing lines on, like she's doing a mathematical equation on my face. She's talking me through it. Plus, she's just really nice and kind. We're talking like business talk as black women. And she just, I mean, it's her, her, her salon is beautiful. Um, and so she's just right like, now. yeah, secrets of plush. If ever, if you are in the Jersey area, mm-hmm. let's mob through because I'm like, I need her to stay open. Okay. I need her to stay open because I'm like, where else am I going to get my eyebrows done? Her daughter does lashes. Um, but yeah, she, she, so all my, literally, we all go now. Oh, my neighbors, my friend Rihanna, my friend, my other neighbor, my sisters, everyone, we have all switched over. Everyone goes there now because she does want such a good job, but she's also really, really knowledgeable about all things eyebrows. Um, and she's just really kind and she takes her time. And so secrets with an S two plush. Um, she's at 274 Belleville Avenue, Belleville, New Jersey. If you go to her, the budget needs to tell me about you, girl. And two, I just love, like, I love to see black women. She opened the salon, I think like either right during the pandemic, right after. And she's just like, I want to make it work and I want to see her do well, you know? And selfishly, I don't want to have to find a new eyebrow lady. So I need her to be in business. <laughs> These brows, I mean, I don't do anything to my brows, but this is making me want to do something. Like she's just great, honestly. She just, mm, you know. I th- don't like waxing. 
my mom's yeah well you don't have away. to i think i don't think she does threading though but i mean like that's something to ask oh, I'm but like too much of a baby for threading no, no i know no threading is i know i did i used to get threading and i was like why do you hate yourself y'all are insane it the hurts way, so bad it's so painful so painful like people say you get used to it, it. i did it maybe three it. times and i thought i was gonna be my pants with the level of pain i said yeah mm-hmm. it's mm, child excruciating but, that that was really my um my boost. I want to boost another black woman in business who is really nice and kind and funny and smart, but also very knowledgeable and good at what she does. And her prices are like super like that's it. Are you sure? Um, and yeah, secrets two plus. You can find them on IG. They're located in Belleville. She's Followed got parking. by Tracy Aliche PR. Yeah, we all. I'm telling you, we literally all of us go get our eyebrows done there. All of us, my sisters. <laughs> yeah. So that was literally literally. It. I just want to give another black woman a little. You know, from time to time, I would like to like, you know, because there are so many businesses that I, you know, give my business to. And I'm like, you know what? This black woman can use a little extra, you know, boost, you know? And so Farrah is definitely one of them. So that was a, hey, girl, hey, Farrah girl, if the girls tell you. Especially Mm. for the sensitive skin girlies like you. Yeah. Some place where they actually know what they're doing. When I tell you, I have never broken out. Like, I mean, very sensitive skin. I mean, like, I can't even do anything. I literally, I have a rash on my lips right now because I tried a new chapstick. Wow. I know. Like, that's how, honestly, like, I usually only use Burt's Bees, like, as chapstick, because Mm -hmm. trying a new one, I was like, girl, just do it. Mm. And now I'm rashy. So I'm back to Burt's Bees. (laughs) Literally, I have my Burt's Bees with me right now because I have, I don't know why my my skin is super sensitive. And like I said, Farrah, super clean. I've never broken out with her, which is huge because it's a very easy place to break out. I love it. Well, shout outs to Farrah. Mm-hmm. Hey, if you're taking Ozempic or other weight loss drugs, I'm I'm interested to to hear what your experience has been. I just feel like, yeah, I'm gonna stay away from that. Um, but in the meantime, come check us out on Friday for B A Q and A, and send yes. us your questions. You can ask them. Go ahead and go ahead on over to brownambitionpodcast.com and click like contact us or ask us anything. Oh, thanks. Yeah, questions. we keep saying ask us anything as if we still have our old website. from yeah. years it's ago. Contact us. It's contact us. <laughs> Uh, I know because I just went on there and I was like, maybe I should change that. We're not lying to everybody. But hey, your questions get to us. All right. I'm how you figure it out. (laughs) You got it. Um, Or hit us up on Instagram at Brown Ambition Podcast on IG. We'll see y'all Friday. Bye. The Bigger Pockets portfolio of podcasts are worthy of your investment. We're having a real conversation as real real estate investors. New episodes available every day. It's important to buy where it makes money and not necessarily where you want to travel to. Bigger Pockets on the market, rookie real estate or money podcast. The purpose of flipping is to create more cash so then you can reinvest into other types of properties. The Bigger Pockets podcast on YouTube or wherever you listen.